You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. All right, Devils fans, Bayou Benders here. Just because it isn't the winning season we expected from the Devils doesn't mean that you still can't feel like winners either. As you guys know, there's no other sport like hockey. It's literally God's gift to man. From the fast tempo to the fights to the highlight real plays, it's truly the best sport around. And there's no better way to make it more exciting than a wager on the outcome on none other than mybookie.ag. Nobody gives you more ways to win than they do. MyBookie is the best payouts and the better odds than any sports book. I wouldn't be telling you this if it weren't the best. Take it from me. Let's just say Christmas wasn't so hard on the pocketbook this year. You can risk a little or a lot on as many games as you want. If you join now, MyBookie will match your deposit half all the way up to a thousand dollars holy fuck boys that means if you deposit a hundred you receive an extra 50 free money to do as much damage with as you can deposit 200 get an extra 100 and so on all the way to a thousand i bet that caught your attention just use the promo code thpn to activate the offer and take advantage of this you can be like the devil's fanatic himself, David Putty. Hey, man, I'm just trying to support the team. The team being your pocketbook. Visit mybookie.ag today. That's M-Y-B-O-O-K-I-E dot A-G. You play, you win, you get fucking paid. Hey, guys, welcome back to another episode of Devil's Advocates Podcast. Shane alongside Corey, all things doubles and mixed in with random hockey stuff. Uh, Absolutely. It's going to be a great fucking night, as always. I can't wait to get to it. Yeah, and I mean, it's been an interesting couple of games for the Devils. Back-to-back shutouts have definitely improved our fortunes. Yeah, oh, dude. Uh, Mac Black right now, right? Uh, just absolutely fucking two games in a row. I mean, really, that Philly one, five five fucking goals. So not only was what we backstock and pucks, but our offense was just absolutely lights out. Well, like five goals on 19 shots, too. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty sure Philly threw like 
43 shots at Blackwood. And... 46 shots. Yeah. And they it's dominated ridiculous. the faceoff as well. 68%. Yeah, no, it's ridiculous. Um, uh, go ahead, man. I mean, we this is, folks, this is like a blessed episode. Like, we have so much positivity. Yeah, for once. <laughs> um, but, no, it was – Blackwoods look great. You know, offense obviously has been there, but we just can't get – can't even get over the fact that they shut out the the Flyers 5 nothing. Yeah. I mean, a shutout, understandable. You know, like, it can happen. But five fucking goals, not just that, another shorthanded goal. This team – can lose, but for somehow we, we, we have to be up there and, and shorthanded goals. Oh, uh, yeah. Per, uh, you know. Zaka. Zaka with his sixth, and it's a shorthanded goal. Coleman gets on the board. Sievertson, Wood with two. I'm happy. It, it was absolutely lights out. And, you know, uh, even even the defense, you know, uh, played a, a very a very physical game. Uh, didn't, didn't mind throwing the body last minute, you know. Uh, but, I mean, shit, uh, Mueller – Severson, Subban, all uh, all make appearances on the on the scoring sheet, um, which is really kind of what this team needs. You know, uh, we need them to play you know a good defensive game, but but shit, it doesn't help. It doesn't hurt when these guys are capable of helping on the offense, whether it be that that breakout, that first um, you know that first pass to put it into the zone, whether whether it be that like whatever we've done the past two games, shit, we need to keep that rolling. Yeah, I mean, you're not going to – like, Blackwood has been on his head the last two games. You know, 37 shots against the Kings, 46 against the Flyers. It's uh, – he's put his work in, that's for sure. And what's nice to see is that, like, Hughes is getting on the board. Coleman continues to increase his stock. He had a power play goal against the the Kings – so, you know, Severson got another point. It's just looking at who's getting on the point sheet and who's getting, you know, assists and whatnot is that it makes – what makes it even more impressive is that I'm pretty sure he sure was out for both games. Yeah, he sure was out That's, for both games. And it, it's definitely, like, for some for someone to be like, okay, well, you know, like – this is this is pure luck that he's gone and we're doing so well. It's it's not anything against him that without him on the team we're better. Far from it. It's just that man. Um, I just, I'm just really excited to see like we we've been talking about uh, Mackenzie Blackwood and how he he's really would be the better choice to, to move forward with and to actually see a team you know mold around him in these last two games and actually get the fucking get the job done. We were shown that he's definitely capable of being our starting starting goalie right now. Yeah, I mean, he's. I think he's shown it the last couple of years. The fact that he's 22 makes it more impressive. Right. He's not on a team like Pittsburgh where their 22-year-old goalie can lead them to a cup. But, you know, he's up there. And if he gets a little bit more run support, he's, er, he's young enough if he stays healthy and – I mean, it's kind of hard to put him in the same conversation, but he has the potential to be the second-best goalie in New Jersey Devils history. Oh, dude. That's a lot to say. Fuck. Um, but, man, you put a team in front of him, I don't see why it's not possible. Like, he's he's proven 
you know, just like just like we say with with um, with uh, Heisher and Hughes, we put we build a team around them. You know, this could be a, a fucking amazing amazing team going forward. Uh, same thing with the goalie. Yeah, I mean, if you look at those two thousand team, like those teams that won the cup, uh, they were backed by very strong goaltending, defensive play, and opportunistic offense. And, you know, having guys like Stevenson and Niedermeyer in your back end with a goalie like Berder, you know, that's all you really need is an opportunistic offense. If we can get – if New Jersey can get a subpar consistent offense or another create another opportunistic offense and solidify that back end, there's no reason why they couldn't contend in the next two, three years if they do it right. Right. Now – Let's just let's just say this. Like, yeah, we're selling this season. But if we could pick up one guy, maybe maybe you've been paying a little bit more attention to a free agency coming up. Uh, if one person could come over that could maybe swing swing that you know that momentum shift a little bit. Uh, is there anybody in mind you think we could we could bring in? Because I mean, I'm down with the sell all. You know, I'm down with the the picket fence outside with with a bunch of tables out. You know, we're having a yard sale. But is there anybody out there right now that could really benefit this team? Yes and no. It really depends on the price. If if New Jersey isn't willing to go full rebuild, a guy like Pajot comes to mind. Okay. If they are willing to go full rebuild, then you don't you're gonna look at a guy like Tyler Ennis, someone who is probably seven hundred thousand to just over a million dollars on a one year deal, a guy who's been in the league for a while. There's not really been anyone like in free agency that has been like a must grab right now. If the devils were to be like, okay, this is our direction. It makes things a little bit easier to, to figure out. But with this uncertainty with coaching and their direction, it's kind of hard to figure out who would be a good fit. Right. It's definitely not Braden Holpe. No, as, as covered, as, as covered last episode, everyone, if you missed it, a uh, great episode with, um, Fuck. Uh, once again, blanking on the fucking the name of their podcast, but we were joined with Hockey Trolls of the Capitals podcast, and he was really trying to push, getting uh, you know, seeing if we wanted we wanted him, and and that's a no. Capable, yes. Uh, the contract that will come with him is something that we are definitely not interested in. And not with I the think, way Blackwood's been playing. Yeah, I would I wouldn't want to um, you know, really give Blackwood less less time you know, uh, less games played to bring in someone who's already, I wouldn't say on a decline, but definitely not his best hockey. I don't know if it's on a decline or it's just a bad year. Right. I think it's kind of hard to justify that it's a decline when it's only been one year. If this were to happen again next year for him, then you can say, hey, it's a decline. But at this point, I think it's a little bit early in terms of like, his age and the production and whatnot. Right. I just, uh, I'm just looking at it as there when they won the, when they won the cup, he was just, you know, was just not pulling his fucking weight. You had Grubauer step in and become, you know, you know, their starter. And then they give, they, you know, Grubauer had like a bad game in the playoffs and then it went back, back. He had to, a bad, like two games. And then they went back to Holpe and Holpe. And then Holpe just out. was, yeah, was absolutely like, this is my chance to come back in here and just played absolutely you know, uh, just on his head and, uh, you know, the same, you know, neck. I would, I don't think he was really too bad last season. It's just this season right here. He's kind of not, 
back in that flow again. I mean, like I'm saying, yeah, may, maybe saying that uh, it's a decline isn't the best statement, but definitely not playing as much, you know, not worth the amount of money that they're going to, that this guy's going to want. Yeah. I mean, looking at the free agents, Tyson Berry comes to mind. Okay. As someone who would be a decent acquisition, depending on the contract. Um, he's someone that, you know, has experience. Obviously, if, you know, we have to spend money, right? Like, there is no big, like, there is really no reason why we shouldn't. We have the cap space. Uh, Galchenyuk is another player that I would be somewhat interested in bringing over uh, if he were to hit free agency. Right. The thing with, with Barry is that there's no difference between him and Vansenden. And if you want to keep one of the other, like if you want that kind of defenseman, you may as well just keep Vansenden instead of bringing in Barry. Right. Uh, the other, like, you know, Robin Leonard is a goalie that if you wanted to split time, with, I think Robin Leonard wouldn't be bad. I'd, um, like if you wanted to go like a tandem with Blackwood, Leonard, even uh, Thomas Grice, maybe, huh? Grice, Crawford, depending on the price. Uh, a guy like Kulikov on the back end, Christopher Tanev from uh, Vancouver. Uh, there's one guy, Cody Cece. Uh, he's going to be an interesting one. That, that dude is just. Now, Dude has been put in a bad situation his exactly, entire career. Exactly. He's been he's like when he was with the 67s, he was an offensive forward. He was more offensive minded. He comes to the NHL and he's put in a defensive role and it just hasn't worked for him. I think he's a guy that you can pair with somebody who could, you know, be that shutdown. He's 26. You know, we've seen it before where players peak later in their career. He might be someone to bring in on a short-term deal, um, but it really depends on like the the asking price. You know, you also have a guy like Jake Muzzins, Justin Braun, a little bit older guys to kind of help the young guys. I'm assuming that you're there's a high chance that Ty Smith and Kevin Ball end up part of the. New Jersey Devils next season. Right. And if that's the case, you want to bring in some veteran leadership to kind of help guide them. Okay. Um, shit, even, even um, you know, another capable goalie, uh, even uh, Hudobin's going to be – I mean, he's up there, you know, he's 34, but wouldn't be a bad tandem. Um, you know, he's been playing pretty, pretty damn well as of late. Yeah, I mean, he's a good career backup. You know, Halax up there as well. Tierney or um, Talbot as well. I mean, would you give Keith Kincaid a second chance if the money was right? No, <laughs> I don't think so. Yeah, um, I kind of felt bad for him in Montreal. Uh, I just think that uh, they kind of threw him out against you know harder teams. But I mean, it is what it is. Guys really never had his uh, great luck out there. But, Aaron uh, Dell is a free agent at the end of this season. Now you see, I think I think if anything, Aaron Dell would be the one that they would keep for the Sharks and try to bring think. in. I mean, I wouldn't keep fucking Martin Jones. Like if I was if I was him, I would keep Aaron Dell, uh, who's playing, uh, you know, way much better. Dude, even uh, uh, Pavo, uh, what is it, Frank Frankus? He should be uh, a free agent as well. Yeah, I mean, if you really like, again, all the free agents are gonna come up to. 
you know, what the, uh, like what the plan of this team is. Right. Because if you're in contention, you're going to go after, you know, older guys to kind of, to who want to win. You know, you probably stay away from someone like Galchenyuk. But if you're in a rebuild, you know, Galchenyuk's 26, he'll be 27. Yeah, he hasn't been able to produce the way he has the last couple of years. You know, he might be on the cheaper end. Yeah, I could see you getting him cheaper. And, I mean, he's never really had a solid chance of playing. He's never been put into a position to succeed. Exactly. He's never, like, truthfully, like, since Montreal, like, they destroyed his – I wouldn't say his career, but like, well, what is he? He's just a forward at this point. Is he, you know, is he is he a fucking left or is he a center? You know, uh, he's moved around so much. Uh, I feel like maybe with a team like New Jersey who could dedicate him being to one single forward, you know, maybe maybe he could find his light in a team that's looking at a rebuild, you know, because he's never been on a team that's that's genuinely could fit him on a line and just keep him dead set at that position. Yeah, and then I think that's the problem. Another guy to look into is Tyler Toffoli. Oh, shit. I didn't even see Toffoli up here. But, no, uh, definitely I, w- I would go after him. Um, definitely yeah, no. definitely did some damage uh, on that uh, – Was what was it, like uh, that 70s line back in the day with uh, – oh, fuck, wait, like Jeff Carter and uh, – Oh, yeah. He, he definitely – like he's not a big point guy. Like his career high in the NHL is 58 during the – the 50 or the 15 16 season but you know he had six like and then obviously his point total has dropped down due to the play around him because mm-hmm. the team overall hasn't been that great but you know he's on pace to finish with more points this year like in 30 less games so far he's put up 29 points compared to the 34 that he put up last year. So okay. is he a guy that will benefit from going to a team that has more skill? Probably. I think a lot of do a lot of players can. And he's one of them that, you know, can fit with Heesha. I think they would complement each other's styles very well. Very well said. It just really comes down to how much you're willing to pay for people. Right. Uh, I would, truthfully, I would be looking for, for the bargains once again. Um, I don't really see too many people that stand out that I would want to pay big money uh, just because like it is more beneficial for us to go in and sell and make a rebuild and bring up guys, you know, and then definitely get as, as many draft picks as we can. And like you said, uh, previous episode, let's rebuild the farm and the future, you know, stock in this team. You know, it's not going to be, we're not going to be winners next year, maybe the year after that, but like we will have like the, the additions come, you know, uh, with with a good, um, you know, like an upbringing and all of that in, in our farm leagues and shit. Yeah, so it's going to be interesting to see what they do. They have they have the pieces in terms of big-name prospects. It's just a matter of how they want to deploy them. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens. Yeah, yeah. Um... Apparently they did. Um, I wasn't able to. I wasn't able to cap it, catch it due to work. But they had the uh, 2000 Cup reunion, I believe. And yeah, uh, were you able to watch any of that? I know. I that, watched parts of it. Yeah. Was it? Uh, was it cool seeing some of your your idols back in the day back in there? Yeah, I just think it's funny. 
<laughs> it's just like we're not having a, too great of a season. So uh, we're going to relive the past. Uh huh. Like, if anything, I'm surprised. Like, because I think it's, yeah, it's the 2020 anniversary of it. I get it. But I don't know why they did it for the 20th. Right. And I don't think they did it for the 95, 96, or the 94, 95 Devils team. I don't remember if they did it for that Devils team. No, maybe this was something like uh, like Shiro just trying to save his career, uh, stay a little longer. It was like, look, we're going to have a 2000 celebration, you know, uh, and it just – he wasn't able to see see it, you know, while he was still here or something like that. But uh, definitely, definitely yeah, strange know, not to if, have – go ahead. Yeah, because I don't think they did something in 2014, 2015. Was that the lockout year? Maybe that's why. 14-15. No, it was 14-15, I believe. I think it was what cut down um fuck how many games? It was the 12 it was the 12 uh, uh it was the 12-13 season. Okay. That was um, cut to 50 something games, I believe, 53. Yeah. But I'm surprised they didn't do anything for the 20th anniversary of the 94-95 because that was their first Stanley Cup in uh in franchise history where they beat the Red Wings in four straight Mm. It seems like it would be the better one to do, you know, considering it being the first, you know, the first one in franchise and and definitely the the beginning of what was, you know, the beginning the of best Brewers era career. Yeah. Like, and I think that's the thing is that you know you look at who was on that team, you know, you got Martin Bruder, Scott Stevens, Scott Niedermeyer, uh, Claude Lemieux, Bobby Hulik, Bill Guerin. Oh, yeah. Like, there's just a lot, a lot of guys. I had Claude, Claude Lemieux, though. <laughs> yeah. Jeez. Brian Rolston. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, and then you look at the, the 09, the 99, 2000, obviously, like, good on them. They beat the Stars. But, like, I don't know. Jason Arnett, Martin Berger, Patrick Elias, Scott Gomez, Claude Lemieux. <laughs> <laughs> Except that guy has like two cups, Alexander right. Mulgini. I thought I thought he won it with uh, Colorado as well. I think so. No, I, I'm not sure. Like, but that I mean, to be fair, like this team was stacked. Oh, absolutely. Um, I mean, dude, um, just about every every cup run, you know, maybe maybe wasn't as noticeable back then. I mean. Granted, they were very, you know, like these these players were well known back then. But like now, looking back on it, like really appreciating, like like some of these guys that were on these teams were fucking unreal, and maybe didn't get as much credit as as they deserved in that era. But to look back now and see like what they were capable of doing is just fucking astronomical. Even the two thousand two two thousand three team wasn't as stacked as ninety nine. Like you have your your typical Stevens, Niedermeyer, you have Eliash. Uh, Berger, Gianta, Gomez, Brunner, Madden, Pandolfo, hmm. freaking Pavalski. It's crazy. I'm pretty sure they made the appearance in 2001 as well. Yeah. Two, yeah. 2000, they made it like, and they made it like three, yeah, they made it two straight or three straight years. And, I'm pretty sure they lost to uh, I don't know who they lost to. What year did they lose? Lost to the ninety Colorado. 
Yeah, that's crazy. Who's on that team, though? I mean, Colorado was stacked that year. Let's be oh, yeah. real. Like, they were definitely the team to beat when you look at who was on it. I don't know. I think it's interesting to see what they do for the 2002-2003 team because that's coming up soon. Right. Um, really, you know, it's, it's sad that they really didn't miss out on, on bringing up that, uh, that 90s team. Uh, the first cup definitely, in my opinion, was was a better win to take out, you know, the Red Wings. Um, you know, still still in all, as we are now, like, awesome, uh, you know, awesome to do the 2001. I just feel like at the same time, it was definitely kind of like a stretch to try to get the fans, you know, motivated. You know, it is what it is. But I think I think the better one to, to actually have honored would have been that first one. David Abisher was – the backup goalie for Colorado that year. But, no, that Colorado team was stacked. You know, Milan Hayduk, Peter Forsberg, Adam Foote, Chris Jury, Ray Bork, Rob Blake, Patrick Waugh, Alex Tongay, and Joe Sackick. It's ridiculous. Fuck. The amount of, like, future Hall of Famers in that series. Because you got, like <laughs> – like, you still have a lot of them in – in New Jersey from the previous year, like Jason Arnett, Martin Berdur, right, Elias, like all of them. That's all. Awesome. John Van Bree's book. <laughs> Fucking hell! It was the battle of backups, right? <laughs> Who had the more ridiculous name, Abisher or Van Breesbrook? Oh man, uh, I think Vans takes takes that one. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like Abisher just. Maybe it's because, like, Abisher was – yo, I, sorry. Um, Pittsburgh's old coach, Dan Bilesman, or mm-hmm. Dan Bilesma, whatever. Yeah, Bilesma. Yeah, he was, part, he was on the Ducks team in 02-03. Really? Yeah. <laughs> That's fucking nuts. He played from 92 to 2004. <laughs> Not a lot of it. Like, he only played in the – really between – in the NHL. He bounced around a little bit for most of it. Right. Uh, he only played in the NHL for, like, six full years. Uh, not even. Like, five. But, yeah, that's fucking crazy. Wow. Springfield Falcons. Oh, my God. That's a name <laughs> I haven't heard in a while. The Albany River Rats. Rochester Americans. Oh, my God. River Rats. Yeah. That's fucking – what a name. Actually, crazy that – so a little AHL stuff. The like Devils' old farm team, two of them, one of them was the River Rats. Really? Yeah. Between 1993 to 2006, they were the Albany River Rats. Um, and, bef- and then I believe after that, we were the – Lowell Devils, Lowell Devils from Lowell, Massachusetts, where they were moved to Binghamton. Mm. So they went from, so we gave Albany to Carolina and they moved to Charlotte and now they're the Charlotte Checkers. Mm-hmm. Um, and then in 2006, after we gave up Albany, we took control 
of the Lowell, De- uh, the Lowell Devils, and then moved them to Ooh. Albany in 2010. <laughs> and now they're in Binghamton. Uh, truthfully, man, uh, the Carolina should have kept their, their AHL team as the Rats. Um, what a the Charlotte Rats, like River Rats, you know, like could have easily made like a, a really yeah, but that's a New York thing, though. Like, <laughs> the, like that's a that is very much give them like New the York thing, the coast rats, you know, like because like not, nah, but like rats is so much of a coast thing that it makes sense, man. Because, uh, I mean, we uh, New Orleans could have a fucking team called the River Rats, like, dude. Uh, all of New Orleans, like, dude, people lose their fucking minds when they see these rats, and it's just like, I don't, I don't get it. Like, you're traveling from up north, like, you don't expect that. Like, this is a port city, you know? They're fucking everywhere. But, yeah, uh, no, it's just ridiculous. You could really make a, a sick jersey out of that. <laughs> just like it would be perfect, you know? Like Carolina's new thing is like the 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 surge, you know? So it's like, why not incorporate like your fucking AHL team? It's just like the rats. You know, like some type of water rat, like fucking Nutra or something. Yeah, I know. The AHL has had some weird, like, has had a lot of changes. It's so hard to keep track of now. Oh, yeah, man. Uh, Teams bounce around left and right throughout the years, you know. Like the the Springfield Falcons. There's still a team in Springfield, but this Springfield Falcons (laughs) moved to Tucson, Arizona, it became the Tucson Roadrunners. Is it this Tuscan? I don't know. I think it might be Tuscan, Arizona. And then who who just uh, who just lost that team to Vegas? Or didn't Vegas just get a team? The Chicago Wolves. Really? Yeah. So the a- so they added a team, and the AHL is weird. So like the it's so complicated. I don't even know where to begin. <laughs> Because it's so confusing at times. Yeah. So you have the Bakersfield. So you have the Pacific Division, which is just the California teams, I believe. Um, And their affiliates are surprisingly more Canadian. (laughs) Uh, So it's not just the the California teams, but it does involve the California teams. Um, And there's five of them. So you have the two Tuscan Roadrunners, which is Arizona, the Stockton yeah. Heat, who have moved around so much in the last like five years. <laughs> I just stopped trying to track it. Right. They went from like Abbotsford, BC, to you know it was crazy. So you yeah, have those are the Flames AHL team, the okay. Colorado Eagles, which were an EC like an East Coast Hockey League team. Obviously, they're Colorado's affiliate. Um, I say obviously, even though Chicago and Chicago, yeah, uh, you have the Ontario Reign, obviously Ontario, California, okay. LA Kings, uh, the San Diego Gulls, Anaheim Ducks, Bakerfield, Con- Bakersfield Condors, the Edmonton Oilers, San Jose Barracudas, San Jose Sharks. Pretty uh, simple. At, at one point, San Jose's, um, one of, one of their affiliates was actually the uh, New Orleans Brass. That was our yeah. claim to fame for a bit. And then you have the Central Division, which the Milwaukee Admirals, which actually haven't changed. They've always been Nashville's affiliate. The Iowa Devils, or the Iowa Wild, I mean, which used to be the Houston uh, 
is it the Houston Wild? Or the Houston, oh, it was the Houston something, I think. I know it was Houston. Houston Arrows. That's what they used to be called. Dude, I'm sitting here, I'm like, if I say Houston Arrows, like, I'm going to be a fucking idiot. And, no, like, I'm sitting here the whole Houston time, I'm like. Arrows. Because <laughs> um, I'm like, I don't, I don't remember if, like, you know, that team turned into, like, they just kept the name and made it, like, an AHL team. Yeah, no, the Houston Arrows, and then they became um, the AHL. Was the it Dallas? Iowa oh, Wild. Oh, Iowa Wild. Um, then they added in the the Texas Stars. Yeah. Which. I yeah. think they play out of Austin. Yeah. Um, you have the Chicago Wolves, which is uh, Vegas's farm team. You have the Grand Rapids Griffins, which are uh, uh, Detroit's farm team. The Texas Stars, which are Dallas, obviously. Yeah. The Rockford Ice Hogs, which this one throws because Chicago, you would automatically assume are the Chicago. Yeah, it should have been the Wolves, right? They should have been Blackhawks, right? But Rockford is also Illinois. <laughs> and they're the Blackhawks affiliate. For right. a while, the Chicago Wolves, I believe, were the St. Louis affiliate. Um, yeah, and and just recently, St. Louis's team was like fuck way down south somewhere in like Texas, I believe, huh? Yeah, uh, you have the San Antonio Rampage. Yeah, I which that was them. I believe is their team now. Is the St. Louis affiliate? Um, they were i think another team's affiliate uh for a while but yeah i'm pretty sure um it's the uh because that team hasn't really changed like logos or anything they've been the san antonio uh, rampage for a while and yes yeah, so they're the affiliate for the same yeah, the Blues. Blues. And then you have the manitoba moose which are <laughs> obviously going to pay jack Oh man, that is sick, dude! Their logo is awesome. The uh, Manitoba Moose, legit awesome logo. That's fucking sick. I mean, dude, the AHL really, really hosts some really awesome fucking uh, like team jerseys, and not just that. Their their emblems are really sick. Let's see. Um, man, I, I really wish we did keep the brass around. Uh, even if they weren't here and they just kept the team somewhere else, it would have been awesome. Where I could I could still get merch from them. But, you know, I fucking digress. I just want hockey back here. So. <laughs> um, man, I can't. Uh, the Rampage actually have a really sick jersey as well. Um, uh, their circle one's really tight, but I like the one with the actual uh, – the bull with the with the little smoke behind them. That is really tight. Um, St. St. Louis definitely has a – I mean, shit, I love their – I love St. Louis's jersey. It's very simple. Uh, but – their AHL affiliate looks really good as well. That's awesome. Yeah, the um, the San the uh, San Antonio jerseys they're so clean. Yeah, there's uh, like like uh, it's just fucking black and gray. I really like the gray jersey a lot better. Um, they do. I'm looking at one logo where it's got more of like a it's like uh, it's like gray with like blue being their uh, their shadows. I think that would be a sick a sick uh, jersey. If I haven't seen all their jerseys, but. Maybe a gray and blue jersey. You know, you don't see that often. Yeah, um, it would be. Well, fuck, Manitoba looks like that would be theirs, too. <laughs> um, but you have the Utica Comets, which are Vancouver's, like, farm team. Their, their farm team's out of Utica, New York, I think. I think it's <laughs> yeah. Utica, New York. Yeah. It's, yeah. What? <laughs> <laughs> um, you have the Toronto Marlies, 
obviously the Maple Leafs, the Laval Rockets, which, yes, it is named after Rocket Richard. Oh, absolutely. Um, which is Montreal, obviously. Look, hold on. Look, I'm reading right here. Las Vegas Golden Knights by AHL San Antonio Rampage three days ago. Well, that is news to me. <laughs> that is breaking news. Because I wonder what that means for next. Because that's a whole new thing next year. Because, look, I'm reading right here on Twitter. Uh, it's the Tex- Texas Stars hockey say, damn it, San Antonio Rampage has been sold to Vegas. Um which is probably big for them, considering those are probably big rivals, you know. Which are now going to be what? Would they? Would that change them out of the out of their division as well? Maybe, but yeah. So they were owned by the Spurs. That's why they had the same colorway. Mm, okay. Um. So they're going to leave. This is a report. Uh, Express News, San Antonio Express News, uh, by Tom Orsburn. Okay, apparently no. This is not what I wanted. Never mind, because I'm not paying to read an article for ninety-five right, fuck, cents. Fuck that. Um, so news for San Antonio. Hopefully, is a better outlet. So the the rampage will end up as a minor league team in Henderson, Nevada, and uh, ending a nineteen year an eighteen year pro hockey owned by Spurs Sports and Entertainment. Um. The Golden Knights wanted to own its minority affiliate, and then this was a perfect match. I want so I wonder what that means for for the Blues. Like I wonder if that means the Blues affiliate will become the Chicago Wolves, or what that means for you know for for Blues and whatnot. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to think of, of what they would what they would pick up in the process. You know, fuck. I, w- I wish it was just like one one click, and we can have Tom in here right now telling us exactly, exactly you know, giving us the scoop as, as to what. As well, to what actually, he- uh, I think it's a, this is his station, KSDK. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, it. So they had a report out that the American Hockey League has not been kind to the St. Louis Blues. Definitely him. The the Chicago Wolves were St. Louis's farm team until Vegas came into the league. So the Vegas came into the league, they lost the Wolves, and then they went to the Spurs. So this is the second time they've lost out on an AHL team because of Vegas. Um, Oh, geez. So... The rampage will most likely will be relocated and will no longer serve as the Blues partner. Um, I'm kind of surprised that the league has allowed this, especially since they've signed a contract with the rampage through the 22-23 season. Mm. So I wonder what's gonna happen. But there's no. I'm not. I'm not finding anything that that has like uh, maybe maybe what the St. Louis Blues's team would be next year. It'll um, most likely be the Wolves. Yeah, I've, I've reached out to Tom. Let's see if Tom uh, isn't working right now. I might might be able to to fill us in uh, before the end of the episode. But um, that's fucking crazy, you know. To uh, <laughs> uh, apparently, you know, uh, you know, it could also mean that they go to they could also find like they could go back to Chicago, they could go to Kansas City. Multiple options at this, but yeah, right. no, this is actually a very big. Uh, breaking news story well not really breaking news but it's just it the landscape yeah. <laughs> uh, no, going back to what the the affiliates are for the people that don't know after that whole spin and honestly <laughs> this could now change um over the next you know six months uh but you have the the syracuse crunch 
which are the Tampa Bay affiliate. Um, there's a lot of teams in New York. I just realized that. You have right. four teams in New York. Rochester, Utica, Syracuse, and Binghamton. That's ridiculous. Uh, and then you have the Cleveland Monsters, which are Columbus's farm team. Uh, and then Hershey, which is... Historic. Yeah, it's one of the oldest franchises in hockey history. They're Washington's. The Hartford Wolfpack, which became the Utica or the um, Connecticut Whalers for a couple of years for some reason. <laughs> really? Yeah. So <laughs> Well, the color scheme's there, you know. So... Was it the Whalers? Was it the Connecticut? Was it the Connecticut Whale? I know that they isn't isn't that the the, the female yeah. hockey team now? Yeah, but for two years it was the Connecticut Whale for whatever reason. They went from the Hartford Wolfpack to the Connecticut Whale uh, for whatever reason. <laughs> I don't understand why. <coughs> And then went back to the Hartford Wolfpack for the 2013-14 season. <laughs> Dude, fans are just saw uh, there. There is discounts during this time on on all jerseys. Like I don't, I don't get it. I don't know why it happened. Uh, I just, I remember that being a thing, and I was really confused about it because it literally made no sense. Right. Oh, that's why. Because in twenty in twenty ten the Rangers entered a business agreement with former Whalers owner Howard Baldwin and his mm. company. They, they gave him control of the team business operations, so they would change their name to the Connecticut Whale in honor of the Whalers. Um, the final game of the Wolf Pack came in November. They did this mid season too. <laughs> like this wasn't something that they did. Like, after a season. It was really weird. Like, the final game of the Wolfpack came November 26, 2010. And, like, <laughs> the other Connecticut team was the Bridgeport Sound Tigers, which was is the farm team of the uh, New York Islanders. And then just under two years later, the Rangers terminated business. Wow. They, they terminated business against Baldwin because his company ran up a debt of almost $3 million and had 15 court cases against him. God. So they reverted back to the wolf pack, thankfully. <laughs> that team sounds like they've they dealt with a lot more than, than most fucking NHL teams, really. Uh, oh, no, not even close. <laughs> not even close. You know, you have the Providence Bruins, obviously the Boston, Charlotte Checkers that we talked about, yeah. Wilkes-Barre Scranton, the Springfield Thunderbirds, which is Florida's team. And then you have the Lay Valley Phantoms. Is that uh, – that's Philly, huh? That's Philly. But this team has gone through so much fucking movement, I'm surprised they're still in Lay Valley because they were the Philadelphia Phantoms. Right. From till, from 96 to 2009. And then they moved to Andoranda, Andorondack from 09 – and 14 literally makes no sense whatsoever i don't even know why they did it but if you don't know where and like andorondack is i it, have no idea <laughs> yeah i i don't i don't blame you it's in new york <laughs> it's like it's in new york but it's a small city in new york like i don't 
I, like honestly, I had no idea where it was, but it's in a small city in New York. It's like the Stockton Heat. The Stockton Heat moved around like four times in like seven years. It's ridiculous. But they move into places that you don't hear about. You have no idea where they are. Yeah, I'll definitely do a little research. Uh, Tom just hit me up. Okay, you ready for this? Okay. All right. So this, uh, everyone, this is Tom Franklin, a part of uh, Blue Notes. Uh, definitely give him a follow. Uh, one of the, one of the most entertaining uh, oh, podcasts. Oh, he is a gem. <laughs> uh, clearly stated one time, and he loves it. Uh, that I called him the Morgan, the Morgan Freeman of this podcast community, and uh, he <laughs> he loved it. All right, so uh, this is per Tom. Uh, Confirm Rampage going to Vegas. Uh, only apparent option is Chicago Wolves. So we're right on that on that aspect right now. Uh, but it's, he says right here, um, they drove the Blues nuts because they would rather be champions than prospect developers, and led to the Blues going with the Rampage. But a couple of years ago, the Hunts owners of the Chiefs wanted to move up the Kansas City Mavericks from the ECHL. Uh, mm-hmm. Now, with the bromance growing between the Blues and the Chiefs, there's a push to put an AHL team in Kansas City again. Uh, he says he's going to address this tomorrow. Well, recorded tonight, but in tomorrow's Blue Notes episode. If, so if anybody's interested in that, give that a listen. Um, Ooh, he says, uh, I might message him and ask if I can go on for his episode. Yeah, dude, jump <laughs> on it. Uh, he says, uh, Oh, okay. He said he recorded it Friday because he was calling junior hockey in Chicago this weekend. <laughs> and uh, he's actually, he's actually driving back right now. So all of this is, is being told, uh, well, Hey, he's, he's asking, uh, if you would like to record something with, uh, either me and you or just on your episode. Uh, so definitely I mean, we can jump on you, that. Yeah, I mean, if he wants to jump on, <laughs> he said, I'm down because I'm down said, to talk AHL hockey. <laughs> he said, I'm a passenger in a car in the middle of the bumfuck Illinois. I need something to do. So uh, <laughs> if you want so to have him on, on yeah, Central, I can call him right now. It doesn't matter. Yeah, I'll, uh, once this finishes up, guys, uh, I'm definitely going to give him uh, a call and uh, I'll have him on. Uh, now pl- on the, yeah, the now sense. plug yours. <laughs> yeah. Frozen biscuit boys, you know what's up. This, this convers- hockey <laughs> all the time. This conversation um, will continue part two on on the Senator's Frozen Biscuits oh, uh, yeah. podcast. Okay, <laughs> this, so, this is a three podcast fucking uh, realm right now. Okay, so we're talking about relocation. There has been no team relocated more than the freaking Van- uh, Calgary Flames affiliate. Okay, let's let's hear it. So. Since the 2003 season, the end of, or let's go all the way back to the franchise's history because they're the same franchise. Okay. The Maine Mariners, the Utica Devils, St. John Flames, Omaha Axarbin Knights, which was in North Dakota or Nevada, something like that. I don't even think that's right. Nebraska. They played out of Omaha, Nebraska. <laughs> 2007-2006, Quad City Flames. Where the fuck's Quad City? <laughs> I have no idea. Illinois. It was, a, it was a QC. That's what their logo was. Flaming Q and Flaming C. Very stupid. Uh, and then they went to Abbotsford, which if you don't know where Abbotsford is, it's no. in the buttfuck nowhere of BC. <laughs> like, it is literally the backwoods of, in BC. And then they moved to Andoranda, which you know, has already seen a team with the Phantoms and they shit the bed for two years 
And then they moved to Stockton in 2015. This team has moved around so much. I'm expecting Stockton to be out of there in like three years, max. Holy like, fuck. Holy fuck. <laughs> I will admit, though, that the Andorandak logo was blessed because it was the old Atlanta Flames logo. Oh, sick. So I will admit that. Better than the fucking Stockton Heat right now. <laughs> but, yeah, no. The Quad City Flames, fucking atrocious. St. John's has been a death valley for AHL teams. Yeah. The Utica Devils, which I'm going to assume um, <laughs> was the Devils affiliate for a while. I'm, a, I'm just going to assume. So the Utica Devil Cool, yeah. So they were the Devils affiliate from 87 to 93. And then it moved to Portland, Maine, uh, and it became the Maine Mariners. And then the Flames purchased the team in 93 and relocated it to St. John's. And then the Albany River Rats were born. (laughs) 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 The AHL, like, the AHL is so great. I love it. It's so, so great. So truthfully, it sounds like if you really want a team, uh, there's a great chance you could pick up an AHL team at, at any point in time with with, <laughs> with this much movement. See, here, you want to know, though? Here's some notable names who played for the Utica Devils. Martin Berder, Bill Guerin, Kevin Todd, Corey Schwab, Bobby Holik. Mm. I'm not even going to try to pronounce those two names. Uh, Jason Smith and Jim Dowd. Oh, fuck. Uh, not bad. A couple of cup wins between them. Not bad. <laughs> The fuck? The AHL is ridiculous. That's awesome. It's so ridiculous. But yeah, if you have a chance to to look up fucking Quad City, their logo in their jerseys, even the like the Omaha Knights were pretty shitty. Oh Jesus! With the Q and the C? Yeah. What the dude? It literally is just copy paste. Like, <laughs> I don't. I like their jer- the the Knights jerseys were actually pretty sick. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, but just... they look like a junior team. They don't even look like an AHL team. Well, their jersey almost looks like uh, the 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 font looks like it's it's a little kitty, but their jersey almost looks like uh, London's team. Yeah, like the logo, but like the Quad City. Oh my god. The Lowell Devils, uh, that weird dinosaur-looking creature looks like – I don't mind it. Uh. <laughs> no, the Quad City jersey looks fucking oh, stupid. Yeah. Like, if you guys have a chance to look it up, it's fucking ridiculous. And look, look, at, the, look at the fucking mascot. <laughs> yeah, Quad City, like, oh, my God. They were, they were something else. His name is Firestorm the Firefox. <laughs> Yo, I'm gonna. Um, oh fuck, that is hilarious, Brad. Oh my god, gonna, I'm gonna message Brad and be like, "What do you think of the Quad City Flames uniform?" Because <laughs> goddamn, it's atrocious. It's terrible. <laughs> oh man, it's even yo the St. John's logo, the St. John's Flames logo with the dragon. Yeah, fucking fire. Right. It is, like, yo, what? I want that jersey because it's the same style. Yeah, that must have, must have. 
Yeah, it's like, not it's not bad looking. That one's actually really that's nice. I yo straight fire. <laughs> For some reason it's popping up the the Riverman too. Straight fire. Yeah, that I one's want pretty tight. It. I want <laughs> it. I want it. <laughs> oh fuck, that is tight. Um which one you How look at? I'm looking at the black one. Yeah, yeah, with the it kind of like cuts into a V towards the bottom. Yeah, it's basically like the flaming horse style. Uh-huh. Like, how do you go from that to the fucking quad city? Like, <laughs> Just what the face. fuck? Dude, the white one looks pretty good too. It, yeah, uh, it pops that, the logo yo, out better, but I, I would rather I don't I'm not a big fan of white jerseys. Neither am I. But yo, I need that quad yo, that's <laughs> uh man even their their shoulder patch is pretty sick too um yeah that jersey's actually fire yeah. man definitely definitely uh we'll start we'll start uh <laughs> some type of jersey fanatic uh podcast soon um but i'm looking at one it's uh it's for their 10 it was their 10 year anniversary it's a patch. It's like an X, but it's like the dragon's hand holding it with a, you know, like a, a circle band around it. it. Looks pretty, pretty tight. That's hype. That's actually fuck. <laughs> Fucking hell. Man, I love how uh, <laughs> how far these conversations just go, go far away from what we're supposed to talk about. But at the same time, it's like we give everyone a chance to learn something new or. If anything, go down a different path than just the Devils. You know, we give them Dude, a little bit I more. I want this St. John's jersey <laughs> so bad. Oh, my God. I want it. Yo, if anyone who's listening to this, <laughs> you have one of these, let me know. Please, for the love of God, let me know. And you look, go ahead. What? <laughs> Dude, I'm looking at a picture of the goalie, and dude, this isn't a small logo. Like, dude, it's fucking massive on this yeah. jersey. It's, what? There's no way. There's <laughs> like, no way that you're trying to find play. it. No, I'm trying to. What? One of my favorite goal. What? No way. I I call bullshit. I call bullshit. Nope, he did play for them. What the fuck? <laughs> my one of my favorite Jaguar. Okay. Yeah, he was a like he was a Flames prospect. I keep forgetting that he played for St. John's with that awesome jersey. Like, so okay, if anyone has a, a John <laughs> Sebastian Shagir St. John's Flames jersey, let me know. Oh shit! Please. Um, man, it's saying um, I typed in uh notable players, and I'm getting uh, I'm getting St. Louis up here. I'm trying to confirm it. Yeah, that makes sense. Jim Dowd as well. <laughs> Mike Commodore? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fucking hell. I want that jersey. <laughs> <laughs> this is a man who loves his jerseys. Uh in 100%. fact in our in our in our massive group chat that is the hockey podcast network, there are <laughs> teams of people locating jerseys for Shane nonstop. <laughs> oh, always. <laughs> always. <laughs> oh fuck. Oh my god, this is that's awesome. Well, uh, folks, we're about to wrap it up, but uh, before before we go, we will jump back to Devils for a second. Uh, Tuesday, we are playing uh, the Florida Panthers. Um, they're doing, uh, if I'm not mistaken, the number one offensive team uh, as of one of the last conversations we had. Um, I think that is, that is another 
I think Blackwood Blackwood gets two two days off if they if they do play him. It's a seven p.m. game, so he's well rested. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> two days off people lose their mojo two days off. right absolutely I, not even gonna um, lie to you guys two days off is the worst worst break i don't like have. it yeah um because because you, really you're not really crazy. staying loose at that point you know uh but then you take you take a day off and you come back you got uh two back-to-back games uh one versus detroit who is uh we should win that game but it's fucking detroit they're beating random teams all year that Definitely don't deserve to lose to them. They beat. They just beat Boston. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It was. Uh, I think three to one. Uh, Boston, and then we got Carolina the the very next day. But uh, we got his jerseys look weird. Here we go. Because <laughs> it's just a giant U with a tail and horns. It looks weird. <laughs> <laughs> just it looks odd. Oh shit. <laughs> Like no matter the color where they have it in, it just looks odd. <laughs> Man, I'm trying. I'm trying to see if I can find any more awesome, notable people uh, for the St. John's St. John's team. But uh, I think I think that's gonna wrap it up, folks. Uh, I'm sure I'm sure you guys have had enough <laughs> of, of of me and Shane laughing about uh, jerseys, and then Shane's nail fascination and need for this jersey. <laughs> <laughs> yo, it's hype. Probably one of the coolest jerseys really, I've seen. It's really sick. But yo, if you have a chance to look up that fucking Quad City jersey, please do. You're gonna get a good laugh. Oh man, it is literally all I did was take the the C and just add like fill it in and just add just a small button to make it a Q and just pasted it right over the top left of it. And it yeah, is yeah, it's ridiculous. It's so it, bad. It's oh shit, so Sergey Varlamov came from uh. From there too, from really? uh, from St. John. Yep, one of the uh, last people. Huh, interesting. <laughs> but goddamn. God yeah, definitely, damn. definitely worth worth a look up. This is a really sick jersey, folks. Yeah, definitely, definitely something. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> okay. That'll be all, folks. I hope you enjoyed it. <laughs> Oh man, it's just raging over here. This is awesome. <laughs> man, our episodes get real off track real easy. <laughs> man, it's awesome though. Uh anyway, folks, it's it's been a pleasure. Uh as always, this is Corey. You can find me uh Bayou Benders on all all social media. Shane, take it away. You'll find me at Frozen Biscuit 92. I'm also gonna post some of these pictures of the jerseys so you'll be able to see it there. But oh my god, I don't that St. John's jersey needs that logo needs to make a comeback like ASAP. Very sick. Uh, uh, well, that's that's the end of the episode, folks. Uh, definitely took a turn, as always. Um, but uh, enjoyable nonetheless. Um, you know, we we'll close out as always. Uh, you know, Shane, it's been a pleasure. Uh, folks, you know, we'll, let's, let's look forward to some more wins. You know, Florida's probably not, not our best, but uh, let's look to, to defeat Detroit. And fuck, boys, uh, go Devils. See you guys.